said it's like if you had a fish and it died. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's time for the final countdown. <laughs> the show starts in 10, 9. Episode number 92, we are back as you can can see, for those of you watching on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, wherever you get your video from, not so much an audio medium here, but No Shave November is in full effect, as you can see. Mustache is coming in. For some reason, it's growing significantly slower than it has other years. I think it is at least. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but it doesn't seem to be filling in as much as it normally does after nine days of not shaving it. But we got big news tonight. We have a doing a sleep study, which I've never done. And the people I have asked about it have given me mixed reviews. They're like, it's not that bad. Other people are like, it's the worst thing you're ever going to do. And it's not like the ones, because back in the day, not even too long ago, really, wouldn't even say back in the day, but not too long ago, you, had, you actually had to go somewhere and like sleep in a fucking room hooked up to machines and stuff. That seems awful because I would not be able to sleep in that situation. You know, like you're not in your bed, like you're in a fucking lab, there's probably things beeping, it, it would just freak me out. So they send you a kit home, uh, for those of you that don't know how this works, they send you like a little kit, it's about $3,000, you have to put a credit card down, they don't charge the credit card, but if you don't return it within like, I think it's like a week, I don't know. It's some shit. If you don't return it, then they obviously charge the card because I guess you could sell this thing. I don't know. Sounds like a scam, but it's just a it's just a, a hold. It's not a you're not actually paying for it unless you don't have insurance. That's a whole other discussion. I'm dig- I digress. So I got to hook this thing up. It goes around your chest and it's like a little uh, Darth Vader esque type of little thing on you. And then you put the straps up your nose, like how you're in the hospital. You know, they put the oxygen up your nose. You put that shit up your nose. You wrap it around your ears. You tape it to your cheek so it doesn't move. And then you put this thing around your finger. And I think there's one other thing they put on you, like you're like a pad or some shit on your forehead. I don't know. But it measures everything you're doing while you're sleeping. And it's detect. It's to detect how your sleep is. And then they can, if you have a problem sleeping, they can diagnose it from there. So what they normally test for is how your breathing is during your sleep. Because most people, if they stop breathing, believe it or not, and this might come as a shock to you, if you stop breathing, your body's going to go into panic mode. I mean... Do the math on that. So um, while you're sleeping, some people, especially the big snores, the one that the ones that are chopping wood, are having trouble getting oxygen to them. So their body it wakes them up, and you can't do that. You shouldn't be doing that. It's bad sleep. I never complained that this was a problem, but the doctor's like, let's rule out that you're sli- that you're not sleeping, that you are sleeping good. Because I was like, yeah, I sleep good. They're like, have you ever recorded yourself sleeping? And I was like, I mean, my watch does. I have a camera outside of my bedroom that picks up like almost every sound I make and I don't have a sound of me snoring. So he's like, oh, we'll just do a sleep study. I'm like, all right, whatever. So the purpose of this thing though is to track how you're sleeping because if you have shit sleep, your everything gets thrown off. Your hormone levels, your oxygen consumption, you're tired, obviously. And if you're one of these people that's always tired or you have no energy throughout the day and you have to just pump caffeine in your system to stay awake, 
it might be because you're not sleeping, but you might not know you're not sleeping good, you know? So this is the kind of shit they test for. I heard from people that have gotten it done, said it's ass. You're not going to be able to sleep because this thing's on you and it's just going to be miserable. And I've heard from other people saying you won't even feel it's on you. Like you'll just pass out. So we'll see how it goes. Kind of looking forward to it, kind of not, but um, I don't think I have any problem sleeping. So we'll see how it goes. But today is, well, today and tomorrow, two days off from work. Had a nice little two-day work week because I took Monday off and uh, or I worked from home on Monday, which I didn't do anything. Don't tell my boss that though, because of Veterans Day. We have Veterans Day coming up on the 11th, which is Saturday. So we got Thursday, Friday, and then obviously the weekend off. So it's good to be home, good to catch up on some shit. So I got clean the house, you know, Believe it or not, a dog sheds, especially this time of year. There's dog hair all over the place. So it's it's a good day to catch up on everything. Went for a nice long walk, took it easy, took a little took a little nap, a little mid-morning nap after after said walk and after cleaning. So now we're here talking to you. So it's, it's a very relaxing day, which is what we all need here and there. But along with this sleep study, I had a telehealth, is that what it's called? Telemedicine? Telemed? I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's a, t- it's a phone call with your doctor, basically. And I think they can charge the insurance company that. I don't know if they can or can't. It was like maybe a 10-minute phone call. And he's telling me that there's... He's like, you're the reason you're probably always tired, or not even that you're tired, is that he said, I, I lack impulse control. He's like, you seem like one of these people that just says yes to things. He's like, and it's to like your detriment. So I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. But then I thought about it. And me and my brother talked about this recently. It's the donut. It's the it's the box of donuts on the counter. So we were joking around saying, I was like, I can't. We were saying how we, we were explaining to one of our other friends how you can't just eat one donut. He's like, of, of course you can. And I was like, no, you can't, because here's what you need to do. I was like, you go to the box, right? Say there's a box, there's a dozen donuts, 12, 12 donuts in this box, right? And there's four people. You walk up, you take one donut, and you eat it while you're looking for another donut, right? And then while you pick that second donut out, you have to take another one, because that'll fulfill all 12 being eaten, because you have three to yourself. But by the, you eat three in probably the time it should take you to eat one, because you eat one while you're picking the second one. While you're walking back to your desk, you're eating the second one. And then you sit down and you find it, finally finish the third one. That's the kind of impulse control this uh, doctor is talking about. He's like, you, he's like, you bite your nails, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, this, there's medication out there that can fix that. I'm like, I don't want to be on medication for that shit. He's like, but it's like an overall thing. He's like, you have like impulsivity. He's like, you have a dopamine addiction, basically. He's like, you're always chasing that, like, let's get some more dopamine fix. So he's telling me all about this. And I was like, so what do we do? (laughs) He's like, there's medication for this if you really want it. I'm like, yeah, but is this medication that's going to be for like, because I don't smoke cigs. And he's like, I prescribe it to cigarette smokers, but they fa- they find that it lowers all your impulses. So like, if you don't smoke cigs, it's going to find something else that you do. He's like, nail biting is another one. He's like, so it'll, it'll eliminate that because you won't have the impulse to do it and then you won't get the reward for doing it. And then after a while, you'll just break the habit. He's like, some people have weird addictions to weird shit, like phobias. This stuff's made for that. And I was like, is this kind of dangerous? Or like, what are we doing here? Like, are we suppressing something? He's like, no. He's like, it mostly just has to do with hunger. He's like, so usually hunger is the first impulse. That's like your, because that's like a survival impulse. So if you stop giving into hunger or the thought of being hungry, then everything else kind of trickles down and your your body can focus on getting rid of other impulses. So I'm like, all right, let's uh, see what we can do with this. You know, I was like, all right, we'll see. But I'm like, it's kind of wild that he just said, oh, you have an impulse problem. Because I was like, I think I probably do. <laughs> like, you know, let's take one more shot before we leave. Sure. 
let's have a shot and a beer before we go. Yeah, I mean, that's all alcohol related. But if you look like, if you look at my Udemy courses, because I take Udemy courses like at work sometimes on my lunch break, I'll do like a little half hour, 45 minutes of a course, and then you'll move on. If you look at those, you're probably like, oh, this guy's all over the place. Like I've penetration testing, which I've talked about, cybersecurity. I have a day trading course. I have a Forex trading course. Uh, there's a dividend and uh, investing course. Like there's all these random courses in my shit. And I'm like, there's a coding course and I finish them, but it's like, I'm thinking in my head, like, what's the next thing? You know, there's, it's never enough to just focus on what I have to keep focusing on something else. That's like the impulse he's talking about. He's like, you have this, you, he, and he didn't know all that. Like I didn't tell him all that, but it, when you start identifying things, you're like, oh, this kind of makes sense why I have these fucking, well, my brain's all over the place. It's not because I have ADD or anything. It's just that I'm, we all are. Look at you, whoever looks at their phone for more than seven hours a day. If you look at your average screen time, if it's more than, he said, if it's more than six, you have a dopamine issue. Mine's at like 630 and some weeks it's like eight. This week it's probably going to be higher because it's some off work. I'm going to be staring at the goddamn thing all, the entire time. He's like, but that, that addiction to dopamine keeps your brain just operating, find, trying to find more, trying to find more. And it could be fucking detrimental in the long run. You could have, you could develop a bad addiction. Like a good addiction can turn into a bad one. There's people that I know that were alcoholics. They treated it. They were sober for like 10 years and then they get addicted to the gym and they go to the gym like nine times a fucking day for six hours each time. You know, they go all the time. And that eventually it's a bad addiction because then you're injuring yourself or you're overworking, all that stuff. Or you get addicted to work or you get addicted to fucking soda. I know a lot of people that quit cigarettes and they started drinking fucking soda. This apparent drug is supposed to suppress that. So you don't do that. So he's like, it starts with hunger. He's like, that's the first thing that goes. You're not going to be as hungry anymore. He's like, and then it'll trickle down to everything else. You're like, I'm not hungry, so I'm not going to give in to that. And then your body's going to be like, all right, we're not giving in today. And then you're going to just break some habits that you might, you don't even know that you had. So I'm like, all right, let's fucking do it, man. Let's sign me the fuck up. You know, you know, why not? We're only, we only live once. If it works, it's awesome. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I've talked way too long. We're about 13 minutes in. We haven't even touched on the biggest news, which is the craziest news, but it's your favorite news. The Daily Taylor Swift update. So Taylor Swift, according to some people online, might be a guy. You heard that right. She may be a dude. This is what the internet is telling me. You know, I go, I base a lot, a lot of what I say off of Reddit (laughs) X these days, formerly known as Twitter. And there's a, there's a picture going around of her in a bathing suit and there's a circle around her vagina. And for those of you that don't know what a vagina looks like, it's not just a flat piece of fucking area on the body. There is something there. You know what I mean? The labia, (laughs) there is something there. You know, for those of you that haven't seen a vagina, there is a part that's there. You know, it's not just this magical area that you can't see. And it's mostly coming from like the church going type, the boomer generation, and then there's like the QAnon people that are like, oh, this is all conspiracy. She's a dude. And all it is, is it's just camel toes, which what what's happening here. And people are sharing this picture. I'm like, I think she's a guy. This is all part of the conspiracy. And it's like, all right, why is that beneficial to make her a dude? Like what, what's the, what's the, she's not, she's not advocating for like trans rights or anything. She's not like a big, she doesn't speak out on stuff like that. And it wouldn't benefit anybody because sex obviously sells. 
And I mean, I've said it before. I don't think she's like the hottest person in the world, but she's obviously sexy. So why would they make her a fucking dude? Why would she like, you know, like why it doesn't help sell anything? Who the fuck wants to see gay Travis Kelsey? It doesn't make any sense. So it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. And it's obviously not true. You know, like she's obviously a fucking female, but it's only one picture. And then like another another person showed me a picture of her tricep. And I'm like, it's called a tricep. It's like, oh, it's a little masculine, though. It's like, well, just because you're fucking fat doesn't mean that someone that has tricep definition is a dude, you know? But people are sharing these around the internet now. And I'm like, this is... It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't help anything. There's no... I can't see the agenda behind this. Like, it's a dude. We're just going to start promoting him as Taylor Swift. And she's he's going to be the biggest female pop star in the world. Like, it doesn't... It, there's no... There's no basis in reality there. So the Lost podcast, the one that I recorded that sounded like ass, which I still think is in the feed, but that one where I'm going on about propaganda, propaganda is always there to promote something, promote an agenda. This isn't doing that. There's no agenda. There's no reason for her to be a guy. You know, it's just, it's, I don't even know if just people just hate Taylor Swift or if it's just, this is what we're going to do today. You know, you're waking up and choosing violence. So yeah, she may or may not be a guy. We may never know, but someone saw a camel toe on a picture. It's probably their first time seeing a woman outside of fucking shackles and sweatpants and a sweatshirt. It's usually like the handmaid's tail type of people that are like, this is too sexualized for me. It's just her in a bathing suit, which is hot, by the way. But anyway, she might be a dude. And that's your Taylor Swift update. And then yesterday, two days ago, Brian Cashman, who's the um, GM, I think he's the president of baseball operations for the Yankees as well now, or he has been for a while, but he's been the GM for like 30 years, old, highest tenured, longest tenured GM in baseball. They're at the GM meetings over the winter where the GMs all get together. They're all planning trades. They're trying to gauge where teams are, what their plans are. Some teams have to dump payroll. Some teams are trying to get better players. Some teams are just trading. It's the whole thing. So he goes and the fans have hated on him the entire for the last few years. They've hated Brian Cashman. It's just gotten worse and worse and worse because he comes off as kind of smug. The team gets worse every year. We only we get lucky and you know, we went on this hot streak of couple of years ago. But since then, it's been ass. He hasn't really made big moves. He's made moves. And just like, this doesn't make any sense. Like having an all righty lineup in a baseball field where I can hit, if I batted lefty, I can hit a wiffle ball out to right field. But he has an all righty lineup for some reason. He doesn't get left-handed pitching and throw right-handed pitching. It's just a weird, he just has a weird dynamic and it's all analytics and all this stuff. So he's been getting a lot of heat the last like six, seven, eight years. And we haven't won a championship since 2009. So you would think he'd be a little more, uh, just don't be aggressive, basically all it is. Just tell the media, hey, we're working on it. We're going to be better. Give Tell the company line type of thing. This dude went out there and people said he might have been drunk or he might have been the new rumor is that he had a fever, which is just doesn't make any sense. He started saying crazy shit to the media like, we have a good fucking team. He's like cursing at the reporters. We have the best people in the game. We're not anal- analytically driven. And then he blamed everything on injuries. And it's like, every team has injuries. You should have a team that can overcome them. You shouldn't have one guy it's all dependent dependent upon. You don't have a good team because you barely finished over 500. It's the first time you missed the playoffs in like 20 fucking five years or something like that streak is over actually no they missed the playoffs Jeter's last year so 2012 i think but very indignant and people are like why did he why did he come out like this like there's no reason there's no benefit in doing this like he already knows people hate him 
and people are like, oh, well, he's just, you know, he's snapping now. So he's blaming these injuries and it just was a bad look. He could have just been like, sorry, last year sucked. We're working on it. We're doing all this and that, but kind of a dick. And the thing is, is if we do the same thing we did last year, and I'm talking we as in the Yankees, because, you know, we're all on the team here. We do the same thing we did last year, run the same team out or make minimal improvements. The season's over. Like, it's going to be the same thing that happened last year. You can blame fucking injuries all you want, but Judge can only hit 55 home runs a certain amount of times. Cole, Garrett Cole, our ace pitcher, he can only pitch Cy Young levels for so long. He'll still be great. It's not, but he he had the best season of his career. One of the best seasons of his career. He's going to win the Cy Young. Judge was out for half the year and he hit almost more home runs than any other person, person in the league. He probably would have broke the record again this year. But those clocks are ticking. They're going to get older and they're going to get worn down and they're going to get hurt eventually. So the time to win is now. So unless they go out and they get at least one of the top three free agents. I'm talking Otani. They trade for Juan Soto and Bellinger. They have to get Bellinger. Bellinger should not be off the table. They have to get Cody Bellinger. After that, if they want to spend the money on Otani, even though he just had Tommy John surgery, all for it. Again, lefty hitter. He could pitch. Eventually, he's going to have to do just hitting or just pitching, but that's a bridge you cross when you get there. Juan Soto still has another year with the Padres, but the Padres had to take out a loan to pay for their payroll last year, so they definitely can't afford this dude now, so they have to get rid of Juan Soto. Then they're going to ask for a lot in a trade, and you probably have to guarantee that he's going to sign an extension, and that's going to cost you probably another fucking $50 million a year because he's like 23, 24 years old. Like he's a, he's going into his prime and he's one of the best players in the league right now. But you have to get one of those three. Ideally, you get two out of the three. I mean, a perfect world, you get all three. But we have the pitching. We can't hit for shit. And these three would solve a lot of problems. One of these three would solve a lot of problems. Two of them would solve solve the problems. Three of them, we'd have a whole new team. But if they go into this season being like, we're just going to run it back. We just had bad luck. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. Swing the ball. Swing the bat as hard as you can. If you strike out, who cares? Just come back to the dugout. Swing harder next time. Because the one time out of 10 that you connect, that ball's going to go a mile. And it's like, yeah, that's cool and all, but we had people late in the season batting 180. We had like a team average of like 220. And like batting averages are down, but you can't win. You know, if you look at the teams from like 09, that team was insane. They had like three switch hitters. Every other hitter was righty, lefty, righty, lefty. They The lowest average was like 260 and it was Nick Swisher and people were booing the fuck out of him for batting 260. Glaber Torres finished with like 260, 270 this year and he was our best hitter by far. I mean, Judge would have probably had a better average or a higher average if he played the entire season. We may never know, but they need ball players. They need people that slap and tap the other way to move this runner from second to third or just move the front, the fucking runner over. You know, they need people like that that are going to put pressure on the other team. They got to get rid of this righty fucking lineup. This all righty lineup is, is just insanity. I don't know why you would do this, but they got to start doing the small things right. The baseball things right. You can do the analytic thing and just have people go up there and just mash like John Carlo. Like, I don't need you to hit a single. I need you to hit the ball over the fence. But he, he can't be batting in the fucking three and four hole. You got to move him down to like the six, seven spot so you don't clog up the goddamn runway. But anyway, we're not a sports podcast. So, you know, we're going to dive off this fucking hill and keep it moving. But while we're on the sports topic, J.J. Watt was on uh, Pat McAfee's show wearing a Pat Tillman jersey, so fuck that guy. For those of you that don't know, Pat Tillman was an NFL player. He decided to put his NFL career on hold to fight in the war in Afghanistan. He got shot and died. People said it was friendly fire. Whole thing. 
So paid the ultimate sacrifice and JJ Watts a pussy and decided today before Veterans Day weekend, he would wear Pat Tillman's jersey. And it's just a JJ Watt thing to do. You know, like he he bleeds red, white, and blue. He's one of those like we can get into that. That he's on the fraud report. He's been stapled on the fraud report. He does everything for the cameras. Like, don't dude, you're wearing a Pat Tillman jersey on a the most popular fucking show. I guess on TV. It's on ESPN, so I guess it's on TV. But yeah, he knew what he was doing. You know, he's only wearing that jersey for the cameras, which is why he's a fraud. But we can get into that at a different time. Lastly, though, before we wrap this baby up, is the government shutting down again, or it's about to shut down. Uh, November 17th is the deadline to fund the government and not shut it the fuck down. And last time this happened, I think it was two months ago now, three month and a half ago, something like that. August. It was like August 1st or October 1st. So it's been a little bit. Uh, we kind of forgot about it, but it went down to the deadline. It went down to like right before it was supposed to shut off. And they were like, oh, we're just going to extend it. Kick the can down the road and we'll just wait till this is a problem later. In that amount of time, the House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy, got voted out the first time that's ever happened. So the House Speaker is the third in line in the chain of command. So it's the president, vice president, and the vice president's also the the president of the Senate. He's the leader of the Senate. And then after that, it goes to the House. So Kevin McCarthy's like third in the line of people in succession. So this wasn't like a small thing that happened. First person to ever get voted out. So he gets voted out, right? Like the next week, he got voted out for siding with the Democrats or some something. Who knows? They couldn't find a goddamn replacement. They didn't have a replacement. They're just like, we don't want him anymore. So we're not going to replace him. We just don't want him. So they ended up getting this guy, Mike Johnson from North Carolina. And we're not going to get political, but this is like a Handmaid's Tale kind of guy. This is the second time I've referenced Handmaid's Tale. It's because I'm rewatching it. But he's one of these, like, makes his kids read the fucking Bible as soon as they wake up, before they go to school. They go to Christian, Catholic school, whatever the fuck. Hardcore, church-going, right-wing, conservative, religious conservative guy. He's not so much like a, I can balance the budget, but he's more of a, a purist type. Like, probably doesn't touch his wife. You know, he's probably one of the people sharing the picture of Taylor Swift with a swollen vulva. That's not a phrase I think I'd ever say out here, swollen vulva. But anyway, um, <laughs> we, we digress. Uh, so they elect this guy as Speaker of the House, and no one really knows what he's about other than he's like this religious nut, and they don't really know how he stands on things because he's not really like a... He wasn't vying for the job. He's very underqualified for this position. So basically what's going on now is the Senate passed a resolution, bipartisan, like, here, we're going to fund the government, all this is going to happen, and the House is like, eh, we're not going to pass shit. Like, fuck you, we're going to shut the government down. And it's like, yo, that's cool and all, but this actually affects people. And I'm talking about myself here. This affects my bottom line because every year we get a raise and it's usually in between like four to eight. One time it was like 11%. We get a bigger um, allowance for our housing. We get a bigger allowance for our food costs and we get an overall base salary increase, right? Without this getting approved and the government shutting down, we don't get this. I mean, it'll be back paid, but if the government shuts down, we don't get paid anyway. So this is affecting, it's, it's going to affect me. It's going to affect government workers. Garbage won't be getting picked up. Shit like that. Public services are just going to be gone. Shit like that's going to start trickling down when this eventually happens, which it seems like it more likely it's probably going to do it. And not to mention the holidays are coming up. If you haven't heard Mariah Carey yet, you're living under a rock because that's all I've heard on the radio. It's not the time to take money out of people's pockets, take paychecks away. And like, yeah, you're going to get it back. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's cute and all, but the bill is tell that to 
paying your rent or your mortgage. You know, tell that to your credit card company. Like, yeah, I didn't get paid, so you're not getting paid. They're like, oh, that's cute. It's just not gonna. It's not a thing. But then you look at like, why are they? Why are they doing this? Like the. What's the holdup, right? If the Senate passes it, all this stuff, and it's basically is that some people don't want to send aid to Ukraine and now aid to Israel because we're sending a fuck ton of money out when we can't afford regular groceries and we can't afford gas. We can't afford a bunch of shit. Everything's so goddamn expensive. And it's like, why are we giving all this money away? But then they're at the same, those same people are saying we shouldn't give this money away. We also shouldn't give it to our people either. So it's like, you just want to spend it on yourself. And like by yourself, you mean your own district and you want to give it to the military, basically. You know, you want to fund fucking tank development or a sixth generation fighter, even though we just made a fifth generation fighter. That's what you really want it for. But they just don't want to give it to Ukraine because they think Ukraine is where Joe Biden's hiding an email server. It's always emails with these people. Email server in Ukraine and we're never going to get the money back and all this stuff. And then they don't want to give money. They have to give money to Israel now because they're our our allies and all this stuff. So it's all held up because of shit like that, And which is a whole other conversation. Like We can get into why we shouldn't be giving money or why we should be giving money to our allies. But when it starts affecting the citizens, it should just be like, all right, well, why don't we approve this and then go back and be like, this isn't going to happen anymore, or we're going to send less. And then you can negotiate from there. Because why the hell are we getting held hostage? I went grocery shopping the other day. I mean, I go grocery shopping once a week and it's just me and Brady, right? The dynamic duo. And I spend in between 80 to $120 on groceries a week, just me. And like, I don't eat anything crazy. It's not like I'm, you know, buying steaks and I'm going out to eat. Like I'm legit. It's like chicken, rice, um, polio, string cheese, protein shake, like uh, the protein powder. Um, but that's like a, the protein powder is like $100 for the, for the month. Probably lasts longer than that. Like I buy the big ass bag of it. So that's not even part of the weekly calculation. I don't eat lunch. I have a protein shake for lunch. You know, what I mean? I'm not spending crazy amount of money on food. My body tells a different story, but you'd believe it or not, I really don't eat that much. And it's still like $80, $100 around there. It's usually around $100, but we'll make it 100 because sometimes it's 80 sometimes it's 120 If I have to get dog food, which is like $40, all that stuff. So whatever. We'll just say it's $100 a week. And it's just me. One of the guys I work with, he, it's just him, his wife, and their dog. He was telling me that he spends like $225 a week. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, he gets extra money because he has dependents in his paycheck, but like not that much. Like that's significant. They get like an extra 50 or $70 or something. So extra $140 they get, I think a month. It's nothing like crazy, but they get a little more. And I'm like, that's still a lot. And he's like, yeah, it's crazy. And he's like, I don't buy anything crazy either. And I don't really check prices. I'm not one of those people like, oh, I can't buy this because I have to check the price. Like, oh, I'm going to eat, you know, steakums now. I get chicken and rice. Chicken and rice are like my go-to for every meal. Every dinner, it's chicken or rice, maybe a London broil steak. I'll cut in half and I'll have, I'll get like a two pound steak and I'll cut it in half. But that's like $7 and that's two nights. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm going crazy. So I'm not one of these people that stare at the price tag. Like, oh, can't get chicken this week. Like I'm going to get it either way, but it's expensive. It's getting more expensive. But the other day, yesterday I went grocery shopping. I look at the receipt and I'm like, holy mother of God, this was, (laughs) this was supposed to be a light week. Because it's obviously I went shopping halfway through the week. Most of the stuff I bought was 
going to be put in the freezer so I can just thaw it on like Sunday night and use it for next week. And it was like $110. And I was like, what the hell? So I look at their seat. I'm like, this is fucking asinine. Like, was it five pounds of chicken? Four and a half pounds of chicken, I think, was like $11. I'm like, that's not, that can't be the normal price, right? Like, so like I'm looking back through old receipts now because now I'm digging because for some reason I save receipts. I have no idea why I do this, but I put receipts in a drawer. I don't know why. Only grocery receipts. There's always like that one day where I'm in the grocery store, like I'm going to start keeping track of this stuff and i never do so i'm looking and i'm like over the last like three months it's gone up like a dollar fifty two dollars which adds up you know what i mean after a while it starts adding up a little bit and then i got a notice from my gas company saying you have to fill up your tank like oh remind you to fill up your tank before the winter and i'm like i don't use gas anyway like i have a gas stove but I never, I've used it probably 10 times. Like I use the air fryer, you know, like I'm not a, I'm not a sit there over the stove type. I got other shit going on. I got to play with the dog. You know what I mean? Like I, it's not, I don't waste time trying to cook like that. I can, but I don't. So I'm like, I don't need to fill it up. But then I saw the price this year compared to last year. And I was like, holy shit. Because when I moved in, the landlord's like, oh, we're going to fill up the gas tank. We'll just add it to your first bill. And it was like fucking $300. This year, I think it was like, oh, if you order now, it's a discount. It's only going to be 450. And I'm like, who the fuck pays that? Like, <laughs> who has that kind of money laying around? Like, this is insanity. So groceries in general. So you're telling me they're going to shut the government down, right? And they during the holiday season, when people are burning way more fucking gas, electric, whatever it is to heat their homes, that overall price of that is going up. And you're going to be using it more now. So that price is still going up. And you have to buy holiday gifts, which is a scam anyway. But if you have kids, you're buying gifts. If you have a family, you're probably buying gifts. You're buying food for Thanksgiving. You're buying food for Christmas. People are always asking to donate money and it's weird they're asking people to donate money that need the money wonder how that works out and then you got the grocery costs are just going through the roof because of inflation like this is fucking bananas and i can't afford bananas <laughs> and you got the old heads telling you the 55 plus crowd whenever you see a video on facebook reddit instagram tiktok whenever whenever it's like a 55 year old plus person and they're giving you financial advice strap it on because they're going to tell you some outlandish shit other than them telling you to save your money they're going to tell you something that's just way out of fucking control like there's a video going around of this guy there's one dude he's like 57 i think he's some fucking real estate guy he's like if you don't have 10 rental houses by the time you're 30 you're doing this wrong and it's like 10 rental houses by the time you're 30 like are you fucking joking dude like interest rates are between like six and nine percent if you have perfect credit you're paying six percent if you have anything less than perfect you're paying nine percent on a fucking mortgage that's triple the amount of interest you're paying compared to like two or three years ago so who the fuck is buying nine houses <laughs> it's not gonna happen or 10 houses whatever the fuck he said and you're watching him he's saying this with so much conviction like you're an idiot if you don't do this and it's like no i think you're an idiot if you do do this and like yeah airbnb is cool and i was going to do a podcast on why airbnb is failing and the reason it's failing we're going to get into that actually it's not even that hard to get into and we have all day i got off today so airbnb awesome i think i mentioned this have i mentioned this if i haven't but airbnb used to be sweet in its original form it was great you leave your house say you have a house right and you're like well, we're going on vacation for two months. We're snowbirds or something. We're going to go to Florida for the winter. There's this thing called Airbnb. All you have to do is just put it on this website. And people can live in our house. Be like, all right, cool. Let's do it. You know, and you you can charge them whatever you want. And it's usually a lot cheaper than a hotel. So they started doing that. And that's like the original concept of it is like, I'm not living in my house. I'm going to rent it out. And it never really came with too many strings attached. It was like, just keep it clean. 
that was basically it. Like, it wasn't anything wild. And that was that. But then people took advantage of it. They'd throw parties or they would destroy the place or they wouldn't clean. All this and that. So they started adding all these fees on. Cleaning fee. This and that. And you have to... It's very fucking subjective on what's dirty and what's not. So if they find, like, one little wrinkle, they're going to be like, oh, we have to hire an entire cleaning crew. It's going to cost eight fifty on top of the, you know, original price you paid. All this and that. But everyone saw this Airbnb thing happening and they're like... I got to get in on this. This is a great idea. Let's start buying property up. And again, interest rates were like 1% to 3%. Some cases, 0%, depending on when you did it. So you start buying all these properties. And the beauty of this, I guess the beauty of capitalism, is that you can leverage the shit out of a house. So what you do, and what people were doing, and I know I've seen stories of this happening, is you buy one house, right, for Airbnb. You live with your parents or you live in an apartment. You're like, I'm going to buy this house. I'm going to strictly Airbnb it. So you make the cost enough. So if one, if a person lives in there or if you rent, it, I think it's like five nights. This is like an equation they use. Five nights of it rented out a month pays for your mortgage. So that's all you need to do is rent it out for at least five, five nights and it, your mortgage is paid. Anything more than that, you can improve the house. You can change the furniture, all this and that. So people were making a lot of money. But once you own the house or you you can claim that as an asset and then you you take a loan out against that. So now you take you buy another house with the leverage you had against the first house. So now you have two houses and you have to increase the price on the second house because you didn't put a down payment on, you just put a house attached to it. So that mortgage is probably going to be higher than the first mortgage. So in order to pay for that, you get the third house because now you have two houses you can leverage to buy the third house. So now the bank is like, all right, now you own two houses. We can give you a third house because you own these two other houses. Round and around we go. You start jacking the price up on the third one to pay for the first and second one. And you can see how this can spiral out of control. It's like you have to keep buying houses and renting them out and charging people more per night to pay for everything. And this is all contingent on this is never going to fail, which is a great way to live life. Just hoping the housing market doesn't crash. So this went on for a while. People were doing it all over the place, especially during the pandemic. This was madness because there's no rules attached with Airbnb either compared to a hotel. Hotel, you have to wear a mask, this and that. Airbnb, it's like, oh, you can live in my house. Fuck it. So people started going nuts with this. Now that interest rates are through the roof and those variable interest rates or the fixed interest rates they had, the teaser rate starts to run out, especially when you get into like the four or five, six house range because they're going to stop giving you these teaser rates or they're going to shorten the length of these teaser rates where it's like, oh, you only pay 3% for the first year. And then after that, it's 20%. Those start running out. And when they start running out, you have to jack the prices up more. So that's why Airbnb is insanity on the prices they charge because it's not, you'd rather just go into a hotel at this point. So now that everything's piling up, you have five houses, you're trying to pay, no one's moving anymore. Like no one's using them because they're so expensive, which makes you jack the price up even more. But you also have to compete. So you have to lower the prices. You know what I mean? So it's a whole thing, but it's out of whack. It's off balance. You can't, it's unsustainable. So these houses are going into default. And when the housing market starts to crash, especially during inflation, you see all these crazy houses that are available. No one can buy them because A, the inflation's too high. B, no one has fucking money because inflation's too high. And the property value starts going down around you. So no one's selling anymore. And boom, you have a housing crisis. It's not that hard. Why we haven't had this monumental crash yet, like everyone's anticipating we're going to have, is because you have companies like BlackRock and that, that Toronto company that was just on 60 Minutes or CBS News, whatever the fuck. They're just buying up all these property from these people. They're getting them out from these shitty loans. Like, yeah, they're not getting their full value back, but if you owe five, $500,000 on a house and someone's like, I'll give you three fifty, you're going to take the three fifty because obviously it's easier to pay off 150000 than it is 500000 especially with interest and all that shit. So now these companies own the houses and 
they're not selling them, they're renting them out. So they're taking all these properties, they're buying them cheaper than they should be. Now they're renting them out and they're taking them off Airbnb. So now Airbnb is losing houses. The houses they have are way too overcharged and they're running out of money. So this is all coming crashing down and we're going to get stuck holding the bag because not, I mean, not us, I don't own an Airbnb, but it's going to just completely take a shotgun to the housing market or these big companies like BlackRock and all these other companies can just continue to buy fucking houses and they're just going to own everything. And it's one of those, it's a, it's a meme. They're saying like millennials are never going to own anything. We're just going to be continuous renters because we can't afford to buy these houses. Cause once the company owns it, like BlackRock, they can afford to keep the price well above what it should be worth. That's why you see some of these houses. It's a fucking two bedroom, one bathroom, 1600 square foot fucking piece of property. And it's like, $850,000? Like, excuse me? Like, <laughs> four years ago, it was fucking two fifty, you know, which was still kind of high, but two fifty is reasonable, especially if it's a starter house. Now you're like, oh, well, I have to spend a million goddamn dollars. You have to take out a 9% loan on that? Good luck. You could put down 30% and that 9% is still going to fucking rear its head and you're going to be paying well over $1.4 million for that house eventually. So good luck. We're in it now. And again, I say this all the time. It's just fucking bad news. It's always bad, man. We're in it and it's going to be continuously bad. So let it ride. Who cares? You know, if your doctor is prescribing a fucking drug that you may not, you may or may not work, fucking take it. Who cares? You know, impulse control. So we're going to get out of here because now we're at the 47 minute mark. And I feel like I've been rambling for a while now. And if you want to tell me I'm a fucking idiot, oh, you don't know anything about real estate. It's like, all right, maybe I don't, but I'm just reading the fucking tea leaves. All right. And I'm telling you right now, it's not good. When you get 9% interest rate, we're not going to go down down again because I'll continue to talk. So we're going to get out of here. We're going to wrap this baby up. Me and Brady are going to have some lunch. You know, I'm going to check to see if some prescriptions are filled, change the laundry out, shit like that. And we're going to keep it moving. We're going to enjoy our time off. Shout out to all the veterans out there. Veterans Day weekend. Don't forget to go to your any restaurant, basically any chain restaurant usually has some solid deals, uh, usually something free or 90% off, some shit like that. Be safe. People are going to want to buy you drinks and all that stuff, which is fine. If you want, just be careful. They're not taking a drink from some stranger. You know, you want, you don't want to get roofied. Heaven forbid that happens and uh, keep it going. I'm sure there's probably a CrossFit workout or a 5K that's going to happen in honor of the veterans. Here's one thing I'll leave you on and we're going to get, this is the last thing I'm going to say. I figured out CrossFit because the asshole at work was like, oh, well, I'm going to be in charge of the workout program now. And he starts giving us CrossFit workouts. And I was like, man, like we get it. You go, you do CrossFit. You don't need to force this shit on us. But I figured out what CrossFit is. CrossFit is a bunch of people working out, which is just a normal gym. That's a normal thing. It's just people working out. But what makes it unique to CrossFit is that there's another group of people that are watching them and all they're saying to each other is, wow. (laughs) Ha 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 